The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, September 29th edition. 13 more games on tap for you for a Wednesday. It's a nice little schedule in here by MLB to finish out the baseball season. Fun 13 games for us on Tuesday. Hope you guys enjoyed that. The Yankees did their thing. Coors Field, pretty quiet, pretty, pretty quiet, which, which is always entertaining. Uh, Morton was an absolute monster. Webb's not doing too shabby. Uh, he's still in action right now. But uh, overall, it's pretty good baseball. Hope you guys did well on Tuesday. If not, we got you covered on Wednesday. Make sure you check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. Hit me up with your questions there. Or check us check me out in the Fantasy DJs Discord. It's free. Just come uh, ask for an invite. I'll get you up in there as well. If you have a rate and review on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits, I would truly appreciate it. Or you could watch MLB DFS Quick Hits on the Rotoballer YouTube channel to subscribe, get the old thumbs up, leave a comment, and I truly appreciate that as well. Uh, last but not least, you can get my written content at rotoballer.com. If you want some premium content, use promo code Bubba for 10% off the already discounted packages of your choice at rotoballer.com. And check out Price Picks. It's a great way that fantasy meets prop bets. Lots and lots of fun. Make two to five bets, different sports, mix them together, whatever you prefer. And use promo code Bubba when you make your your first deposit and create your account. Use promo code Bubba to get a first-time deposit match up to $100. All right, 13 games on a Wednesday for you. Let's get crack a for you. I tweeted it out when I first looked at this. Danellis and Lamette's the highest priced pitcher at 11-4 at the Dodgers. I think we'll pass on that one. Pretty hard pass on that one. And there's a lot of good good name pitchers on this slate, but I got this narrowed down pretty quick for us. So my top guy on this is Max Scherzer, 10-4 at home against the San Diego Padres, coming off a rough, rough start in Coors. Prior to that, absolutely ridiculous. It was um, five straight starts with zero earned runs, six or more innings in each of those starts. Absolutely filthy. 30-plus points in each of those starts. He's gotten you 20 or more in eight of his last nine starts. The dude is outstanding, especially since coming over the Dodgers. Now you face a Padres team striking out over 20% of the time versus righties. He can slice and dice him. So Scherzer at 10-4 is outstanding. Dodgers need him in a big way. So they traded him for trying to win the NL West or come back and win the NL West. So Scherzer at 10-4 is a phenomenal price point. He should be the guy at 11-4 on this slate. Give me some Scherzer at 10-4. Uh, next up for me is Frankie Montas, $9,400 at the Seattle Mariners. Montas coming off a seven-inning gym against Houston where he struck out eight. Uh, he had seven shutout innings where he struck out seven prior to that against the Angels. 
had a hiccup against Kansas City. Prior to that, those seven innings, one or uh, seven more Ks against the White Sox. He's struck out six or more batters in eight of his last nine outings, 20 or more points in the seven of his last 10 outings. Dude's been locked in. Now you get a Seattle Mariners team that's striking out 22% of the time versus right. He's hitting only 240 with the 156 ISO. So Frankie Montas at 94, giddy up like that one as well as a, a potential second option on this slate. Going down a little farther, I cannot fathom why Max Fried is $8,600. Could he have a hiccup? Of course, everyone can have a hiccup. But this is Max Fried coming off his second Maddox of the season. For those that don't know, it's a shutout where you throw less than 100 pitches. Nine innings, three hits, nowhere in four Ks against the Padres. It got us 35.5 points. I know we were on him. About 6% of the field was on him. So if you listen to quick hits, that helped big because we I had a good night on that night with a little Max Fried action. That's back-to-back uh, uh, no, no earned run performances. He had seven shutout against the Giants prior to that. He's gone six innings or more in uh, nine straight starts with three or less in all nine of those starts. Basically, uh, 19 or more points in eight of his last nine starts. 8,600 at home against the Philadelphia Phillies, a team that Charlie Morton just sliced and diced, 10K, seven shutout there. They only strike out 19% of the time versus lefties with it in 219 with a 156 ISO and a 77 WRC+. plus. So give me some max free at 8,600 bucks. Might not have the strikeout upside that Charlie Morton has but he can definitely get you a quality start and hopefully get those strikeouts we're looking for. So give me some freed at 86. Nate Eovaldi at 84 at Baltimore is in play. He's always wishy-washy. got seven runs and two and two-thirds against the Yankees his last time out. Prior to that, though, you know, five innings or more, three in runs or less in about six or seven straight starts. And more importantly, six or more Ks in almost all of those starts. Strikeouts are legit when it comes to Nate Eovaldi. And when you face Baltimore, they're striking out 26% of the time versus right. He's hitting 216 with the 165 ISO. So Eovaldi is definitely in play at 8400 bucks. I think he'll be pretty popular at that price point because that's kind of a gift against this team. So give me some Eovaldi at 84 if you want to pivot to uh, Freed. Zero problem with that at all. Alex Woods, 7900 bucks at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Woods coming off a great performance, four innings, six hits, two earned, seven Ks. At Colorado, he went 61 pitches. He went 37 prior to that. Those are his first two starts since coming off the IL. I'd imagine he gets backed up to about 75 to 80 pitches in this one. So it's a little risky at 8K. Still in play for me because you're facing an Arizona Diamondbacks team. Striking out 20% of the time versus lefties. Hitting 266 with a 162 ISO. So if you want to go Woods, you can. It is dicey, though. Just know the pitch count might not be what we're hoping for. Now, if you're looking to punt it on this slate, we punting. And we punting good. Michael Pineda Pineda is $6,100 at home against the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Pineda's got five or more innings and three straight starts, two and runs or less in each start. The problem is two, two, and three Ks. The strikeouts have not been there for Pineda. Prior to his, his last start, got you about 10 points. Previous three starts, got you 15 points. He's 61 hundo. Give me 15 points. I'm in. Uh, you got Detroit striking out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching, hitting 243. They do have a 197 ISO, which is respectable. But Pineda at 61 could be a punt if you want to. Or we can go bargain basement hunting. Taylor Hearn. I even picked Taylor Hearn up in my season-long leagues for the last week of the season for this game and this game alone. He is at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Taylor Hearn, five and a third, three earned uh, three Ks against the Yankees. Only seven points. Got blown up against the White Sox. Shocker. Against the A's, six innings, three earned, two Ks for 12 and a half points. Not bad for 51 at the Angels. Seven innings, three earned, four Ks, 17-6. Against Houston, got you 23-4. At Cleveland, 17-7. And in previous starting against the Angels, got you 14. 
He's 51 hundo, and you got the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They only strike out 19% of the time versus lefties, but they're hitting 229 with a 139 ISO and a 90 WRC plus. And that's actually an improvement of where they were like through August and early September. They cannot hit lefties at all. So Taylor Hearn at 5,100 bucks could be a nice, nice option for you. And if you want to go full YOLO, Zach Lowther's 5K right below him there. Coming off five shutout innings where he struck out seven Rangers for 26 points. That's the Rangers. He faced Boston prior to that, three and a third, three earned, two Ks for 1.3. That's probably more of what you're going to get. But we he did go 94 pitches this last time. We went 57 prior to that. They can give you five innings or so. At 5K, he's in play. So Lowther and Hearn, I don't mind. I prefer Hearn over Lowther. Be 100% honest with you there. And he also got Pineda in play. But these are only if you're going full YOLO if you need to. I hope you don't need to. Like in reality, Scherzer, Montas, Freed, Eovaldi is where I my main four I want. You can go Alex Wood if you want. I am concerned a bit about the pitch count. I'm hoping we get 75 to 80. Still not ideal, but I think that's where we're looking right now. And then if you need to punt, Pineda, Hearn, Lowther. I rank that Hearn, Pineda, Lowther in that order. But all three could come into play for you if you need them. There'll be plenty of values with bats on a 13-game slate. Let's talk about those bats catcher's position for you. Sally went deep again, again on, on Tuesday night. So he's 5700 bucks for his police sec if you want to. Sure. Otherwise, I don't mind some of those money grand. All at 53 versus Sonny Gray. Gray's been a mess of late. Sometimes there's some nice pitchers, like name pitchers, that just aren't in good form or they have tough matchups. That's why we're not on Sonny Gray. But he has money grand. All at 53 is worth a look. The one thing I will say is watch lineups because maybe the White Sox, since they've clinched everything, they throw a garbage lineup out there. Maybe Sonny Gray looks a little more attractive. So we'll have to wait and see there. But give me his money at 5300 uh, Cheaper options, mid 4K and below now. Uh, Mitch Garver versus Casey Mize at 42. Yeah, it's not bad. Not my favorite play, but not bad. I'd rather look at guys below 4K now. This could be a day to save on catching, kind of like we did on um, on uh, on Tuesday. Looks like Coors Field's a day game, too, so that's kind of nice. Don't have to worry about that tonight. But, yeah, there's the, the catching's pretty, pretty bad overall. Like, you got Christian Vasquez at 3200 bucks versus Lowther. I could see that being an option. If you're not using Alex Wood, Carson Kelly's 3100 bucks. He has lefties extremely well. So he's in play for you as well. Uh, Austin Hedges, if he gets to start for Cleveland, he's 31 versus Daniel Lynch. Decent value there. Um, going below 3K now. Uh, we got, you got Jonah Heim at 3K versus Junk. He could be a nice value for you. Max Stasi went deep on Tuesday night. He's 2800 bucks versus Hearn. He's a good value catcher as well. If not Kurt Suzuki, he's 26 versus Hearn. So whichever Angels catcher gets the call in that one. And then other than that, just check your lineups and see what uh, see what pops up for you. First base position, you have Vladito against Garrett Cole. That's interesting. Not going to run the stack against Garrett Cole, but I, the Toronto is an intriguing one because Cole's been a little wishy-washy of late, so that could be fun. But I think getting some Braves against Aaron Nola is going to be the fun one. Give me some Freddie Freeman at 57. Nola gets all the strikeouts, but he gives up all the runs. Keep that in mind. So Freddie Freeman at fifty-two or 57 is a nice play if you're paying up at the position. Uh, Kyle Schwarber can go right back to him at 5K. He hit number 32 on the year on Tuesday, lefty-lefty on Tuesday. Went deep, lefty left on Wednesday. Not worried about it. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt at 48. I love a St. Louis stack for Adrian Hauser. They're on fire. They're going to win again, again, folks, on this uh, this wonderful Tuesday evening as they went off. Like I said, if you want to be contrarian against Brandon Woodruff, play some uh, play some uh, some St. Louis Cardinals, and it worked out pretty well. So uh, we'll go back to Goldie and company at 48. Uh, cheaper options, Mountcastle, I believe. Yeah, Mountcastle went deep on um, on Tuesday after Chris Sale. Don't mind him versus Eovaldi. If you want to fade Eovaldi, like he gets a ton of strikeouts, but he does. He can be prone to the big big hits, hard hits, home runs. So Mountcastle at 45 checks a box. Like me, a Texas stack again. We talked about it yesterday. They've gotten off for like five or six already towards the end of that game. 
Nathaniel Lowe is forty four hundred bucks. You got Andy Abanez at forty three. He's first base, third base, so you can play Lowe at first, Abanez at third. If I had to pick between the two, I want Nathaniel Lowe in a heartbeat. But they're both really good looks and decent prices on this slate. Uh, below four K now, you have Eduardo Escobar versus Mikolas is very very cheap. Remember when we were playing him at like fifty three hundred recently? Well, he's only hitting a buck ninety his last ten games. That's fine. But Mikolas, massive pitch to contact guy. If you want a nice low owned Eduardo Escobar, he might go over. So be it. But we know he's also got double dong upside, which he's done for us recently. He's first base, third base eligible at thirty nine hundred. Miguel Sano and deep on Tuesdays, thirty eight versus Casey Mize. Don't mind that value as well. Uh, Yu Chang will get the start for the Indians uh, against the lefty Lynch. He's first base, third base at 36. Hits lefties extremely well, so keep that in mind with Yu Chang. But the thing is, at that price point, I'd rather have Gavin Sheets at 35. He had another great game on Tuesday. He's really swinging a good bat since getting called up. He's pretty much getting play every day as they let some of these guys rest going into the postseason. So Gavin Sheets at 35, first base outfit eligible. Uh, cheaper, uh, you got Bobby Dahlbeck laid a dud down there on Tuesday. It's another lefty on, uh, on Wednesday. He's 3,400. Uh, so he can be a nice value for you. I'd almost rather have Gavin Sheets at that point, but we know what Dahlbeck can do. If he gets swinging, stand back. That could be a big, big night for Bobby D. Uh, below 3K, though, um, it's not usually a ton. Like Christian Walker's down here, but he's just been embarrassingly bad for Arizona. So I'm not really – he's 2,300 versus Alex Wood, so it's intriguing. I get how it's intriguing, but I just don't think I'm going to you know, twist my arm to go down there. Second base position, Altuve went deep again on Tuesday. He's a beast. He's 5,800. Rasmussen's good. Interesting game, though. Um, cheaper options. Trey Turner's 56. I don't mind the Dodgers stack against Lamette because I don't think Lamette even goes deep into the game, let alone pitch as well. So you can go with some Dodgers. Marcus Simeon versus Cole. But Ozzy Albies is 53. But And we want some Miami Marlins folks. Why did I not see my boys, my Marlins? Uh, at, uh, Lewin Diaz is 2,300. That's where he was. I just didn't go just far enough. But Lewin Diaz is a good play. He's got double-digit points in back-to-back games and in three of his last four games. We're facing Taiwan Walkers, folks. So if you want some value plays, Miami Marlins, giddy up. So um, Lewin Diaz is 2300 bucks. You got Jazz Chisholm at 53 You got to pay up for him. Still think he's a very, very good play, though, in this matchup for Taiwan Walker. A couple cheaper options. Uh, don't mind Jorge Polanco at 52. Whit Merrifield at 5K. I'm not a I'm not a Plesak guy, so you can definitely attack uh, Zach Plesak with Whit Merrifield, Salvi Perez, and company on board with that one. Uh, Glaber Torres is up to 43. It's slowly creeping up, slowly creeping up. Not really looking to attack Jose Barrios. He's been good enough, or at least good enough to not get blown up. So he's not really usable, but not really attackable. So I'm not really in on Glaber Torres unless you want to go all in on a Yankee stack. Then I get it, but uh, make sure you go all in. I wouldn't use him as a one off, is what I'm saying. Uh, Javi Baez at 41 is a nice price tag. This dude was crushing it. Still hitting 333 over his last 10 games. Um, really, really good stuff from Javi Baez. He's only $4,100 versus Eliezer Hernandez. So that's a good price point. Same with Tommy Lestella at 39. Being that close together, I'd rather have Javi Baez. But if you need to save a couple hundred, uh, no problem with uh, Tommy Lestella in that matchup. Um, going down to the low 3Ks now, Andres Jimenez is swinging well. He's $2,900 versus uh, Daniel Lynch. He got to put up another eight or eight or so points on Tuesday night. So good value. Second base shortstop for uh, Andres Jimenez at $2,900. He's in play for you as a punt option. And that should just about do it at second base. Third base for you, J-Rams in play versus Lynch for sure. Don't mind Mondesi, uh, Austin Riley. They're all good looks there in their matchups. Uh, if you're stacking up, use them in stacks, basically. Alex Bregman went deep on um, on Tuesday. So if you're stacking up Houston, Bregman's in play as well. Not really using any of those as a one-off, but I could definitely see using them in stacks 100%. I'd rather have Nolan Arenado at 48 if I'm using a one-off just because he's cheaper. He went deep on Tuesday. Really good piece of your St. Louis Cardinals stacks like we've talked about before. 
Hammer Candelaria at 45 is not bad. I'd rather I'd try to get up to Arenado if I could. If I'm already paying that much, get me to Arenado. Or go to like Andy Abanios versus Junk at 43. I think there's appeal there as well. Uh, Luis Urias went deep on Tuesday. If you're stacking Milwaukee, he's 4200 bucks versus Mikolas. Uh, Yohan Moncada went deep on Tuesday as well. He's a very nice price to, at 4100 versus uh, Sonny Gray. Like So like a, a Moncada is affordable. Sheets is affordable. You could, you could pencil in some other guys too, so I don't mind that at all. Mentioned Eduardo Escobar at 39. Uh, our boy Eugenio Suarez, I keep talking him up. I even wrote him up in the free draftings article at Rotoballer on Tuesday. He went deep again. The dude is in fuego right now. He's 4K versus Carlos Rodon, who won't go that deep in the game. So Eugenio is very, very much in play again at 4K. Don't care about the Rodon stuff. Very much in play in that game. I mentioned Yu Chang at 36. If you're stacking Cleveland, he's there for you. But other than that, third base has not been the value spot of late. Shortstop for you on this slate. You got Corey Seager against Lamette, sure, at 56. Don't mind that. Carlos Correa is there, but Jazz Chisholm at 53 is what I really like. Bogarts laid a dud. I go back to him at 53 versus Lowther. I prefer Chisholm over Bogarts, both really good plays. Timmy Anderson at 52 is just fine as well if you're stacking Chicago. But one-off-wise, I want Chisholm. I want Chisholm as a one-off. Uh, cheaper, though, if you're stacking the Mets versus Eliezer, which is fine. Lindor's at 48. He went deep in the doubleheader on Tuesday, so he's not a bad look for you. Nicky Lopez at 43, Jeff, definitely in play if you're stacking Kansas City. Ahmed Rosario at 42 against the lefty Lynch is not a bad play, so shortstop's loaded as always, especially in that uh, mid-price range. Um, some other options for you, though, when you go down to the low 3K range, not a ton. Like I don't really want Josh Rojas versus Wood. Andres Jimenez at 29, we talked about him. He's a value at second base shortstop. Nick Gordon had the day off on Tuesday. Hopefully he's back. He's outfield shortstop eligible at 24 for the Twins versus Casey Mize. So Nick Gordon would be a nice value as well if they put him in the lineup. Outfield position on this 13-game slate for you. Uh, don't mind bets. Like Lamette, you can target for sure. Harper, if you want to target free, he's about the main guy. You got Lou Bob, who double-donged on Tuesday. He's 5900 bucks. I like that one quite a bit. Aaron Judge did his thing. He's 55 but Castellanos at 54 is not bad uh, as well. He's been on fire. Had a, kind of, a, for him, a down night on Tuesday. But uh, Schwarber at 5K, Franmil at 51 versus lefty. But Giancarlo's up to 5K. I had him at 47 on um, Tuesday. He had a huge night. Home run, three-run homer, big double. Like, I love when he's cheap. Now they're kind of pricing him closer to, to judging. I always say just play the cheaper one. It's usually Stanton. But they're kind of pricing him up. Still not bad at 5K versus Barrios. But I'd rather have like Schwarber at 5K or Franmil at 51 because I respect Barrios that much. Uh, going down below the 5K range now, Tyler O'Neill at 48 is outstanding. Like you got him at 48. You got... Goldie at 48. You got Aaron Otto at 48. They priced them all pretty much. Boom, boom, boom. So they're all really, really good looks. Uh, Seth Mullins at 48 versus Ivaldi. Don't mind that. I'd rather have Tyler O'Neill because Mullins is a little banged up, but he's in a good spot there versus Ivaldi if you choose to attack that situation. Mentioned Hunter Renfro versus a lefty on Tuesday. He went to Ding Dong City. He's 4600 bucks versus Lowther and probably batting second again. So he's very, very much in play for you as well. Going down to the mid 4Ks and below. You could go Jorge Soler if you choose at 44. I don't know if I want to go that far in my Atlanta stack versus Nola. But he'd be there if you're going crazy, crazy in it. Robbie Grossman at 44, but Eli Jimenez at 43 against Gray. So you get the White Sox at a pretty reasonable price, which I like to see. Uh, Lamont Wade Jr. is 42. But I mentioned Ben Intendi on Tuesday. He was $3,900. He went deep. Uh, he's now up to 42 versus Plesak. Still very, very good value for the way he's swinging the bat. And he's hitting cleanup in Kansas City. So you can put him with Witt. You can put him with Salvi. You can put him with Nicky Lopez, like we talk about a lot. So that's a, a very good spot for you as well. Uh, going down to the low 4Ks and below now, you got guys like Kepler who's been kind of quiet. So I'm not really like excited to play Max Kepler, but 
Lourdes Gurriel's back. He's 37 versus Coles. I'm not jumping there, but Austin Hayes at 36. Gavin Sheets at 35. Those are two nice values that we talk about pretty much on the daily at their position. Gavin Lux is at 33. You can go there if you want. Harrison Bader's been crushing it. He's 32 versus Adrian Hauser. So another St. Louis bat you can uh, keep in mind. Dylan Carlson's only 3K. He went deep on Tuesday. So Carlson and Bader are great values to pair up with your O'Neill's Goldies and Arenado, so keep them in mind for sure. Um, Matt Veerling, not going there. Sorry. Sorry, I meant to uh, not mention him tonight. But uh, going down below 3K, if you need to, Seth Brown's been leading off for Oakland. He went deep on Monday. He's 2800 bucks versus uh, Logan Gilbert, if you want a, a cheap piece of that action. I'm not like in love with targeting Gilbert, but I get it. Uh, Max Schrock for Cincinnati for stacking up Cincinnati. He's 2600 bucks. Should draw the start there versus the lefty Rodon. Oscar Mercado's twenty six hundred bucks as a super cheap play against Daniel Lynch. So like you get him at twenty six, you can get Andres Jimenez below three k. A couple cheap uh, Cleveland pieces if you want to get some of that action. Um, other than that, I'm just kind of sliding around here and seeing what we got. I mentioned Nick Gordon at twenty four. He's the guy you could take a look at. Luke Rayleigh of the Dodgers is twenty three hundred if you need to go there as well. There's gonna be more. There's gonna be a lot more. When guys like Delano DeShields Jr. has been playing great. He's 2,100 for the Reds. He's been getting on base a ton lately. So keep him in mind as well. And then I, I missed my boy again. So let's see where he is at. Uh, Jesus Sanchez, he's 3,300. I missed him. He went deep in one of the doubleheader games on Tuesday, going up against Taiwan Walker. And then you got Brian Day of the Cruz at 3K. So some more of your cheap Miami bats, if you so choose to take that plunge. All right. 13 games in the book. Let's recap the pitching real quick on this slate, the ones I'm targeting. Max Scherzer at 10-4, one of my favorite plays on this slate. Just He should be the 11-4 pitcher. Uh, Frankie Montas at 94, love him against Seattle. Uh, Max Fried at 86, Nate Evaldi at 84, both two good options. Alex Wood I'd like a lot if I knew he was going deep. He's still in the player pool for now, but let's keep an eye on that pitch count. And then if you need to punt, Pineda at 61, Hearn at 51, Lowther at 5K. I ranked that Hearn, Pineda, Lowther. But in reality, I just want Scherzer. Montas, Freed, Yavaldi. That's what I want. Now, if lineups come out and change, like we talked about, guys are resting or this, that, then we'll go that direction. But for now, that's what I'm targeting. Stacking things up here. I like the Boston stack going back to that against Baltimore. Don't mind attacking Yavaldi with Baltimore. You want just Boston there. Miami is a great value going up against uh, against Taiwan Walker. Love that Miami stack. Don't mind some uh, Mets bats like Javi and Lindor and a couple like P- Big Meat Pete and a few other guys. Like that Miami value for sure in that game. I love an Atlanta stack versus Nola. Keep attacking him. If he throws a gym, so be it. Time and time again, it's working. He gets the strikeouts, gives up a ton of runs. Love an Atlanta stack, and they're not cheap, so they'll probably not be as popular as they should be. St. Louis stack, very much in play versus Milwaukee. Big fan of that one. Um, some other ones here, Cincinnati and the White Sox. White Sox versus Sonny Gray is a very, very good stack, and it's very affordable. Moncada, Eloy, Luau's expensive, but uh, Sheets, some nice cheaper pieces there. Uh, the Dodgers versus Lamette, got to love that as well. So Dodgers, my main stacks, Dodgers, uh, Cleveland versus Cleveland versus Bubik could be a value too. Same with Kansas City on the flip side. But uh, Dodgers, White Sox, um, St. Louis, Atlanta are my main stacks. Then you have guys like Boston, Baltimore, Miami. Um, you could look at, like I said, Cleveland, Kansas City. There's a few others you can make cases for, but those are my main stacks, and we'll see what lineups look like when we break it all down 
on Wednesday. But that'll do it, folks. Make sure you check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. Check out the podcast. Give it a rate and review on iTunes, MLB, DFS, Quick Hits. If you have any other questions, join us in the free Fantasy DGENs Discord. I'll get you in there. Just give me in your email, and I'll get you in there. It's free, 99. Go check out prizepicks.com. Uh, use promo code Bubba when you create your account for a free first-time deposit bonus match up to $100. And uh, that'll do it, folks. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday. I'll be back with you guys on Thursday. But this was MLB DFS Quick Hits here Wednesday, September 29th edition. I'm out.